He's just driven the green. He yep. has just driven the green. I guess, hello world, huh? Welcome, everybody, to the Century Tournament of Champions 2020 Smash Factor, episode 92. We are back. PGA is back. We are technically two days away from the new year, but we are in the 2020 season. So let's get started on it, as uh, as will be for now to be a solo pod, uh, a little bit different flow to it um, as I evaluate options out there and, and figure out where we want to go with this. Um, obviously, the PGA DFS industry is growing rapidly. Um, we have a great following. We also have, um, you know, co-partners with Kenny Kim and Tambo running the uh, Fantasy DGen podcast, so there's no real desire to just roll out, you know, keep another two man back and forth picks and all that going. Um, Cause we obviously will be pushing Kenny and Tambo's pod um, as well as the smash factor. So for now, I'm just going to try to do a little bit different. This week is unusual in itself, just because the format, no cut coming off a little bit of break um, all champions from last year. So obviously talented enough to win on the tour really about construction, taking a few chances, high scoring normally or low scoring to be technical. So flow through this pretty quickly. I uh, got a little several announcements to get through and then just kind of wrap through the field, get our minds back around it and then uh, get, get the Sony open next week where we can deep dive in a little bit more. Uh, no review, obviously. President's Cup was awesome. Kind of went over that in the um, season preview pod. If you missed that, you can go back and listen to it anytime. It's on the feed. Uh, went in through all the majors and picks um, for the 2020 season for myself. Pretty short and easy to easy listen to get through. Uh, as always, for 2020, our official site sponsor is Super Draft. Uh, basically, uh, brand new up up and coming DFS app. Um, you're, you know, they're here to stay. We've, we've had a lot of talks with them. You know, we want to partner with people that we believe in and believe their product. Great, unique, different format than the traditional uh, DraftKings, FanDuel type scoring. It's a multiplier, uh, no, no salary really, not their main slate stuff. So in the sense of instead of a 10,000, 9,000 type salary, you're going to see a 1.3x, 1.6x, 1.8x. Um, contests are already up today for the site or app, whatever you want to go look at. You can go to their site, super, superdraft.io, or just download the app like you would DK. Uh, use the code GUP, get $10 bonus, $10 bonus money when you deposit $10. Once you put that $20 in play, from that point on, whatever you win is yours. You can pull it out whenever. You don't have to roll it over and keep going. Um, it's a great, unique way to play, a different way to play. I'm, I'm intrigued to see as we start getting information and data in on the golf side, this is kind of their first big year with golf. Uh, we will have it covered as far as um, some content. Uh, it'll be a part of our golf tools uh, integration. Um, I'll get into that in just a second. But 
So we'll, we'll have it covered as well as anybody, I think, in the industry. Um, I think with golf, unlike football with super draft, it was you still had to choose certain quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Here, you know, there's not going to be any, you know, position restrictions. So you could literally pick the best six guys. And I think it's at first that could probably be the easiest way and most comfortable for many. And so really going to take some strategy to, you know, because then, you know, when I when I'm trying to, I mean, correlating it to football, you still had salary and everything, but you had salary plus position restriction here. You don't have a salary restriction. So you literally can pick your six favorite guys. If you want to, you just got to factor in the multiplier and go, all right. Um, instead of having to choose between JT and Rom this week, you could play both of them, but are they going to outscore, you know, Kisner by 1.5 X amount? You know, I don't know. That's, that's some of the math and stuff that we got to get behind as we start deep diving into it. We'll have it covered, um, for the whole season, looking forward to seeing them build their pots and contests up. It's obviously going obviously to start small, just like anything else, but they, they were very committed during NFL guaranteed a lot of money. Um, we're fully supporting them. And you can play both, right? We still love DraftKings. There's nothing wrong with it. It's the biggest pots out there and uh, most well-run PGA app right now in general. But, you know, we want to support these guys as well. Different strategy, different mindset, um, you know, much smaller contest. So if you are getting – if you're new into the PGA, you know, atmosphere, this may be a good way to get your mind around just how, you know, fan, daily fantasy sports works in general. So give them a, give them a check out. Use the Coke up goes a long way with us. We appreciate that. As I mentioned, um, you know, new season, new tools kickoff. We finally launched the uh, Gups Corner PGA Tools Research Center. It is live, went live last night around midnight. Um, I did a 30-ish minute video tutorial, kind of highlight overview of, of how they, you know, V1 version one, we just rolled them out. Obviously, we'll be upgrading, tweaking, making adjustments um, over the next few weeks as we roll into the season, getting them primed and ready for the March to Augusta. Go check that video out, especially if you're a new, if you're not a member, um, I go into detail on how to sign up, uh, use a discount code Hawaii through the next two full tournaments. Uh, So two weeks from tonight will be the last night you can sign up get 20% off any packages there. Um, You can, in the tutorial, I'll go through what all the tools have, what we have coming, um, et cetera. So you can kind of get an overlay of that and also kind of go into our other products, show a little bit of our football tools from last year, uh, which will be enhanced and upgraded in the off season. So this was our first year of football tools. So, you know, we have a full six months or so to work on those in the background. So they'll be bigger, better, stronger next year. So you can go ahead and lock in the football pricing with this discount now too, if you'd like to, um, you know, we'll be covering best ball and stuff like that through the, off season. So good time to lock in everything. If you want to go check that out, I'll embed the link to the, uh, the t- tutorial video that I shot earlier in the podcast details as well. If you want to want to watch it, it's on our YouTube channel. If not, Gups corner um, on YouTube, you, you can find that. Our new gear is also locked and loaded. We're fully uh, stocked back up after Christmas. So you can go check out gupscorner.com slash store, use the code Aloha, get 20% off during the same two-week period off of any uh, combination of uh, shirts, hats, T-shirts, you know, our HV3 shirts that we're raising money for the HV3 Foundation is also in there. The bonus on that is the Honda giveaways coming up, which we will be drawing for on Super Bowl Sunday. So if you buy a merchandise combo, that gets you a ticket. 
Um, I go into detail in the video how you can earn up to seven tickets for the drawing. Someone will win. You can be a new member or a current member and get seven tickets. Um, the video kind of explains that a little bit better, so I don't have to regurgitate that every single week. I'll just direct you to the video if you want to check it out. The trip will include a uh, all-inclusive trip, flight, lodging, tickets to the Honda for up to five days, um, tickets to the DFS Open. You're, you're on the team with me. Um, another round of golf we're playing, uh, club passes for Sunday, just going to be an awesome event. Um, obviously, we know most people, some people may not be able to go every day we go, but, you know, if they can fly in Thursday or Friday, still got everything covered for you. It's going to be going to be a good time. Go check that out. Getting the golf tools right now gets you a couple extra tickets. Um, if you're a new member, you can literally get five tickets by the end of the night with a purchase of that, your merch combo, and then rate and review us on iTunes is another way to get tickets that's free. <clears throat> you do have to be a member to win. So, the rate and review will help you as long as you become a member. Um, you know, when we back check everything also Instagram, Facebook, subscribe on YouTube and Twitch, uh, all that goes a long way for us. Any big giveaways that I'll be doing, and I will be doing some giveaways here over the next two weeks for golf packages and such. I will always pick a winner from the big drawing from someone that has rate and reviewed us on iTunes. It helps us a ton. Uh, we have a lot of ratings, uh, and great reviews. Um, you know, compared to some counterparts in the industry, I think we're, we're doing okay. We're not as up there, but you know, for, I think we're coming up, I think this is three years now or two years, two solid 70. Yeah. This will be our third year. This will be our third season of it. So uh, really looking forward to that. Um, and then all, like I mentioned, getting the new gear, gets you a ticket as well. So you can check that out at gupscorner.com slash challenge. We'll get you everything you need to know about Honda, or you can watch the video and it goes a little in a little more in depth. Lastly, before we get into the actual tournament, uh, the one and done and GC Cup signups are open. They've been open for a couple weeks at least. Uh, they will be open through 10 o'clock Eastern this Sunday, January 5th, 2020. They will not be open 10.01 Eastern time Sunday, January 5th. So don't DM, don't email, don't say I missed it. Open it up one more time. I forgot. Um, it's on, you know, there's, it's being pushed in many different areas. So I don't know how you could miss it. And if you do, we apologize. We have to have a hard deadline. We got to get everything locked and loaded in the background um, as both of them start with the Sony open next week. The one and done this year is a single entry max as voted on by the majority this year in our, our poll, 50 bucks an entry. Uh, you can go check out all the rules and details on that. The GC Cup, there's three different uh, dollar levels with seven total leagues, the gold league, um, the fourth league that's now open in there has 26 spots left. The platinum league, um, which is the second league open there just opened recently has 114 spots left after these fill it's done. They're locked. Obviously uh, the diamond one, which was the big entry is already full and there won't be another one this year. So really proud to get that diamond one full that quick. We were kind of a little nervous rolling that out there, but, um, it till, you know, really quick. I think as the word spreads, everybody enjoys that contest, um, for the amount of money you're paying for a season long, uh, contest, it's, it's really not much that we can, and people really enjoy it building the bullet lineups in there. And, and we enjoy hosting it. And as always hundred percent payout, no admin fees, no rake ever with any of our contests, but <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. I normally get to mute every once in a while, but when you're solo, you kind of can't do that. 
I know JB's coming down with sickness, and hopefully I'm not either. We finally dropped below 40 here today for the first time in a little while. Uh, Saturday, it was like 88. Yesterday was 70s, and then the cold front came in, so the body just gets in shock every once in a while, I guess. The Listener League is up in the Slack. It'll be embedded in the podcast uh, that I'll post after the show's over, so get in that. Hunter Man Field, the winner will get a free merchandise combo package. I got asked this the other day, and yes, if you win a free merchandise combo package, that still gets you a ticket as long as you're a, an annual member with us. Um, I kind of wrapped up all the notes and news for me. The tournament preview, Century Tournament of Champions, Kapalua Plantation course. As always, I will refer you to the Fantasy DGEN podcast at this time as one of the best in the industry, Kenny Kim. We'll give his brief overview of the course, which is as good as it gets. He also does an in-depth article with added bonuses for our members um, on the site. So if you join, you get that. You get Tambo's articles and everything. Um, but check out their podcast if you happen to not already. It is a par 73 course, 7,400 yards, plus or minus. Bermuda grass, I messed up in the t- tutorial i thought it was bent greens for some reason in my head i don't know why but um it is bermuda grass wide fairways i did mention that um we're kind of used to that wide opening kind of spread all over the place it's a good bit for speed right now it's normally very low scoring as i said you're going to see minus 20 22 23 there's even a minus 31 time no cut event uh, only weather concerns i see is there is a potential for some Decent wind, uh, Friday, Saturday right now. It's awful. It's, it's obviously early being Monday, so check back in Wednesday night with us on our emergency nine. We will do that this week. We'll bring it back with Tambo and myself. Um, no cut, so no cut projection, but winter I have around 23 under this year, um, kind of a projected number. So going to need some birdies, eagles, stuff like that uh, for sure, especially in a 30-man field. So anytime you have no cut plus low scoring, Got to go low. Uh, Pars won't go very far and bogeys will kill you. Key stats for me, off the tee, approach, ball striking, uh, par five DK scoring or par five scoring, however you want to look at it. Party or better, as I just mentioned, and uh, green green and red rate. Uh, We have a couple different stats on that on the uh, research center. So those are ones I kind of focused in on 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 the model this week. The... um, you know, same format as always as far as this goes, but then after this, I'll tweak up a little things as we go into the season. Uh, the Dirty Dozen, if you're new to the pod, I'm going to give three picks, 9K or above that I like, three picks that is 7,600 to 8,900, three picks that's 7,500 or less, and then the final three picks is a flop, a fade, and a sleeper that do not duplicate anything I've already mentioned above. Flop is any price that I think won't return value. So for dollars spent versus points earned, they're what I would project as a bad, you know, flop, you know, needless to say. Fade is someone I'll be, I could be fading. And this is Monday. I have switched on this. Not much. Most of the time I fade on Monday stick, but there are times come Wednesday, I've deep dive and gone in that, that it becomes a play. And, and sometimes it has to do with ownership. I'm fading on Monday because I think it's going to be highly owned. We get the Wednesday and he kind of went under the radar. And so um, fade could be the guy didn't fit well at the course, ownership, recency, bias, uh, recent form, any kind of stuff like that. It's not really price driven or anything like that. It could be any of those multiple things. And then the sleeper is um, my favorite sleeper, not mentioned above $6,900 or less. So 
with that, my first three picks, <clears throat> nine care above my number one guy in the model this week. Number one overall for me is Cantley. He is $9,800 on DraftKings. Uh, for simplicity now, everything I refer to will be DraftKings. And then I have betting odds as well built in. Um, I mean, coming in really well, played good at the President's Cup. Uh, Hero, he didn't play too great, but not concerned with that. Uh, he has played here before, I believe. Um, I think I had this right. And so, yeah, 2018, um, first in birdie or better, second in par five DK scoring for me, second in ball striking, third in approach, a solid all the way across. The interesting part is going to be you're going to have to fade people up top, especially when you're doing a single bullet type build. Um, I'll get into some strategy here at the end, but you're going to have to make choices and, and it really gets to how comfortable you are at the bottom. I mean, there's only, I think, 34 guys as of now and, and Lashley may have already withdrawn. I, I couldn't confirm that before I got on. I've been busy trying to get everything locked and loaded today, but as of the time I ran everything, 34 guys in. So, you know, it's it's just going to come down to a few hard fades or, or you know, tough fades, really. Um, and, and Cantley's a guy that Maybe no one gets to because they feel like they got to play JT, Rom, um, even X, someone like that. Uh, my second guy that goes – to me, this is really close, and I'll mention it a little later. It's it's JT or Rom. I think you go with one of them. I think they're going to be two of the most popular, both coming in in great form. Um, you know, Rom got second at the Hero. JT was lights out at the President's Cup. He got fifth at the Hero. Uh, Rom's got an eighth and a second here. JT's – played four straight years now this will be his fifth he's got a 21st so not so good a first a 22nd a third he keeps that up and this year wouldn't be so good but i see no reason to to get off of him uh they're second and sixth in my model so both right up there if i had to choose one i was locking in i would go jt so that's the route i went my third pick because you just can't i mean you probably can't fit them both in in the same lineup jt and rom but saying you're going to kind of go a little different I don't mind DJ because I think he he came together, hit the ball well at the President's Cup coming off the injury, missed putts the first few days, and then, you know, kind of got it together. But his ball striking was good. I mean, I, I saw nothing wrong with it throughout the tournament. He loves this place. Uh, last four years, a 10th, a 6th, a 1st, and a 4th. So um, typically does well in WGC events. I think he's the second best ever behind Tiger. Um either money or something like that. I remember seeing that every time we go to WGC, it's always Tiger by a mile. And then DJ, I think has gotten second. So always in play. If he's going to go under own, cause people kind of worry about him coming off a break, the potential kind of injury ish. Um, I definitely don't mind DJ and I don't mind starting DJ Cantley type deal. It's a bold call to, to fade both JT and Ron, but that, that may set you off a little different um that's still a high dollar amount you have to go really low to, to make it all fit but i definitely don't mind those guys um 7600 to 8900 the second tier uh the first one's automatic for me if you guys have been following long enough that's that's neiman third in the model overall he hasn't played here yet but there's only eight guys out of the 34 that have played here so there's a lot of new winners on tour or at least new guys that are playing here you may have had a guy one in a prior year. Maybe he didn't play for whatever reason. Like Roy never plays here, it seems like. Um, and he's not back this year. Rose rarely, I think, ever plays here. But so I wouldn't, I'm really not faxing course history much. It'll be a tiebreaker. Um, 
but it seems like all the guys with course history have done well for the most part, but down in the middle range and lower range, you know, it may give a slight nudge, but the course plays easy enough. These guys are so good that, that I, I just don't think it's a huge advantage this, this week at all, especially it's not like it's tight and tough. I mean, it's wide open. You got to score. Um, so, so course history, not much of a factor at all. My second guy is Morikawa, uh, $8,600, right below Neiman for me in the, in the rankings. Not played a whole lot. That'd be the only concern-ish for me. Um, T22nd at the Zozo, obviously never played here. Uh, no PGA events since then. I, I need to verify see if he played Euro at all. He may have played one. Um, I know Wolf played with, I think it was Hovland in that QBE shootout. I don't think it was Morikawa. So probably Hovland because Wolf and Hovland are college teammates. So I, I don't know. Him. It may have been the Zozo the last time Morikawa's put in put a peg in the ground officially on any tour. But that's something I'll deep dive in, into tomorrow. A uh, little behind with, with all the launch of the tools today. But I definitely like him at $8,600. Corey Connors is my third coming in, $7,800. Uh, Bermuda Greens, he's number one in green and reg in my model, number one off the tee in my model. Um, decent in the fall swing. He finished top six, T6 at Zozo and then a T20 at the WGC. Um, just solid all the way around for $7,800. Bucks. I, actually, I like the 50 to 1 number that I see him at here. Um, haven't deep dive into the best odds all the way around. I try to do that normally, but – um, at my first source, he's 50 to one. So I like Connors coming in 7,800 bucks. Um, I could see where a balance build this week would be ideal, um, or balance ish, you know, especially with the way that, you know, some of these guys are priced, um, and get some solid guys in there that could all score. I mean, you ultimately you have to have, you know, four or five out of the top eight or nine, at least to be up there in the money, um, by the time we get to Sunday, but, I like Connors to round it out. This next guy I really like. Uh, he's my free bet of the week for the for the public. Um, I've already bet it. JT Poston, sixty six to one. Um, he is seventy four hundred dollars, just underneath the seventy five hundred or less threshold. He played a lot in the fall, so he's got a lot. He's not shaking off rust per se. Um, T twenty seven at the Zozo, T twenty four at the WGC, T forty one at the OHL, T fourteen at the RSM. Stat-wise, he's top 10, so just, you know, a little above little above average. Um, only 34 guys, so everybody's in the top 30 here, per se. Uh, hadn't played here, um, but overall, I like his game. I think he could fit here. Probably pretty popular. We'll see how that comes in, but I like posting. Next guy, I, he doesn't really pop for me too well, but because of potential of two full rounds and, and windy conditions, um, 7,200 bucks, 80 to one, had a top 10 at the Zozo. Ryan Palmer, he also played really well with HB3 at the partner deal. That, that same one that Hovland and um, Wolf played in. I think it's called the QBE shootout. You guys know I'm not good with that kind of names and stuff. But, I mean, he's just dead average all the way around um, in, in the model for me. But, he, you know, decent off the tee, decent ball striker and approach. We know that. The win's kind of the deal, especially if I see we're going to get half the rounds in it and he can maybe gain a one, one and a half stroke type net difference on those days. It can make enough for him. I don't, I know he didn't really go low a lot, but his game's really come around. I mean, last year was one of his better years for sure. In, in, in general, I like him for sure. Um, you know, I enjoyed following him at the Honda last year. Hopefully he plays there again this year. It's a good course for him, especially when he gets really windy. So I like Palmer. 
And then my last guy was kind of a coin flip between two, but I went Adam Long, $6,900. Maybe hoping he just gets overlooked here, and that's a good spot to get him in at. Played in the fall pretty well. Had a T-second at the OHL, T-35 at the RSM, and a T-51 at Zozo. So not great, but got, you know, OHL was good, really good, obviously. And then T-35 at the RSM. Again, kind of right there with Palmer, average across the board on the stats. He's better at the scoring stats than Palmer. They kind of flip-flop. Like, if you merge them two, that'd be a heck of a guy as far as the stat model looks. But a um, little bit better at the greens and reg, birdie or better, and par five uh, DK scoring. I will look at the uh, putting splits and stuff as we get into the deep dive and, and move towards Sunday, kind of see if, if he does well at Bermuda. My gut wants to tell me that he does like Bermuda, but – um, I'll, I'll double check that and get that information out. But he kind of rounds out my 7,500 or less model. Um, last tier, as I mentioned, a flop, fade, and sleeper. Flop for me is going to be Kucher. Um, $8,400 doesn't really rank out real well in anything um, compared to the field. Maybe approaches a little bit. He had a 14th at the OHL, a cut at the RSM, and a 14th at the Hero. Remember, the Hero is only like – I don't know, 16, 17 guys. So um, not good there. He played here last year and got a 19th. Again, only 30-ish guys. So just nothing for the $8,400. I just don't see him returning that money, um, you know, real well. And if we get to a 23, 24, 25 under type of event, I don't know. I, there's plenty of other options around there. I'd play all day over him and even less. Um, you know, Post and type Wolf. Connors, those guys, more cows, $200 more. Neiman's 800 less or 400 less. I'm sorry. So he, he's kind of my fate flop of the week. My fade, this is really just thinking he's going to be one of the more popular outside of JT and Rom uh, is, is Xander X. You know, I love him in general. We return to the scene of the crime where he stormed from behind on Sunday to beat Woodland and, and crush our outright ticket. Um, so obviously got first here last year. He had 22nd in 2018. So definitely learned the course, I guess, in 18 and, and took it to, to house on 19. Um, putted lights out on Sunday. Had one of the biggest putting splits um, ever, really, in this at this type of event. You know, as far as strokes and putting doesn't really pop here when you look at the total, uh, overall strokes and total in the history. But last year, especially that last round, it surely did for him. Um, so it doesn't, not that it doesn't mean he can't compete, but he's coming in in really good form. So it's not like the best fade in, at all. T10 at Zozo, a second at the WGC, T10 at Hero, played okay at the President's Cup. So, you know, I I like him. I just think he's going to be really popular. And so this is a spot where really and the only thing that would change my Wednesday if I misread the, the, the perception is I would drop 500 bucks less to play DJ over X any any day of the week and especially if i'm gaining gaining uh ownership leverage um i love x i think i mean he's a great fit here and he's a great play i this is just a in a 34-man field i think it's the best leverage spot now by wednesday he's not talked about hardly anywhere which i can't imagine i certainly will play him i don't mind it woodland would be another guy kind of was one one b to me that i think will be super chalky at 9300 so he was kind of a I went back and forth between Xander and Woodland on who would be the best fade. So both of those are in play by the time we get to Wednesday and look at ownership. My sleeper is Lanto Griffin. Um, I assume he's going to be pretty popular. 6,500 bucks, good betting number, um, 125 to one if you like that. Scoring stats are really well. Par five scoring, he's six. Birdie or better, seventh. Uh, did miss the cut at the RSM. T76 at OHL. 
and a T18 at the Bermuda. So the last two before the after the Bermuda, not great. Um, but six five hundred, you got You're gonna have to go down there and grab some of them. Um, you know, T Dunks was one that was on my short list, but his stats are okay. You know, he obviously caught fire at the RSM and won it. I, uh, you know, I love love playing Duncan. Played him a lot in the you know lower events, I guess you would say last year. Um, but guys like that, you're gonna have to pick one or two to kind of make the line where let's go pure balanced. Um, Killer Keith Mitchell was another one I kind of looked at, but I'll get into that in the roundup. Um, I guess I just roll right into that. I'm kind of used to the partner deal. So got to, got to remember it's just a solo kind of deal. Uh, kind of the wrap up notes of observations, just early Monday. Um, mainly guys I didn't really mention Fowler was on this, this, this tournament. It's hard to do a wrap up because you're basically covering everybody, but most of the time this will kind of be guys that are still on my radar because I only list 12 and, you know, normally 144 man field. I want to give you a little bit more than that. Um, for the podcast listeners Fowler, you know, is he back and healthy? Looked fine at the, at the president's cup. Got a great history here. Certainly in play um, could be a good pivot off of Woodland. He's got a fourth and a fifth here. He finished ninth at the hero stats are okay, but that was a lot of kind of bad rounds for him. He's not popping like he normally would, but you know, he's in play champ was a guy I got marked as could he go overlooked 8,200 bucks, plenty of value around him below him. Um, I don't know if everybody's back in on him yet, even after the win, but you know, for being long as he is, this could wind up being a good course for me. Did play it last year and got 11th. So pretty good showing. Um, I think he's a lot more mature and, you know, the emotional win with his grand grandfather on hospice and stuff we all witnessed. So I don't mind him either. Um, mentioned killer Keith on Bermuda. You know, I'm sure he's going to be popular at $7,000. That's probably why I'm kind of just hesitant to lock in there. Hasn't played here yet, but uh, T14 at the RSM, miscut at OHL, and a T27 at Zozo. Killer Keith's on the radar. Mentioned Woodland being kind of a 1B chalk. Uh, Patrick Reed's a guy I'll keep my eye on, especially ownership-wise. 9000 could could be real low-owned, less than 7 8% here. Well, probably not here because you only got 34 guys, but well low-owned for the guys in his range. What's his mindset, right? The whole controversy at the President's Cup. Um, assume his caddy will be back. Obviously, um, Hawaii set is a little bit different than what he dealt with at the President's Cup. There won't be many people around the course, and none probably hollering and yelling at him. Um, a second in 2016, a sixth in 2017. Did have a 25th last year, so not great. Comes in playing really well, though. T17 at Zozo, T8 at the WGC, a third at the Hero. Played good at the President's Cup, as we saw. Um, especially the final day. So he's a guy I'll keep my eye on. Uh, a couple other I mentioned to look at, Tyler Duncan and Dylan Fratelli are two others I kind of had marked. I normally have more than that, but being um, a low field, that, that was kind of all I could get into. As far as overall weekly strategy, um, you know, probably my only notes was, you know, don't don't get cute. Like I hear a lot of people say, well, I'll leave a lot of money on the table. Like probably my word of caution there is leave a lot of money on the table if it fits your style or if it fits your story, if it fits your lineup, like I wouldn't just say I'm only going to spend $48,000 because that's going to make me different. I think that puts you in the wrong state of how you build your lineups. I think, I think you should build your lineups and if it's a great lineup and it happens to be 48, four, well then fine. You know, it's a good week to be different and have that low lineup. You know, if you're using optimizers or anything out like that out there, 
if you want to, because most time people probably put in like 49,000 men, 49.9 max, something like that. You know, maybe you lower it a little bit to 48.1 because it brings in different combinations that normally you wouldn't look into. That I don't mind, but I don't think you just go into it blindly and say, I'm going to leave money on the table. Um, I think you're more opt. You could do that. Like I just mentioned, just make sure you're doing it with a conscious, not just robotically because everybody says that's the thing to do. I think you're more opt uh, this week, especially with a lot of the talent there in the middle, is to try to get queued up top, figure out a way to get a, a DJ and a Xander in. Can you, can you fit those two with three guys that, you know, high upside or, um, you know, a Fowler and a JT, um, you know, spend it still leaves you 29,300 for the next four. So just combinations like that, that may not be as on radar as normal, but still differentiates you from a build that you don't have to get cute, right? You're just saying, I'm going to take two good guys. Okay. Then what do I have to fit in? It's 34 guys. Anybody can get hot. Anybody can finish well. So that's one way to try to be different, especially MME type stuff, obviously single bullet, um, one, three max build, you know, kind of build your best lineups, but you know, if you're going to throw 20 lineups in there or something, that's, that's a way to kind of make yourself a little different, even in single builds or three max builds, you, you still got to be different, right? There's only 34 guys. And if there's, you know, I can't remember how many's in the 444, but there's 200 lineups in there. You got to find a way to kind of stand out, but believe in the lineup as well. Believe in the story, as we mentioned, um, I'm almost done updating my process article that I wrote last year. I think it was like 13 pages long or something. It was really, a lot of people really liked it. And, this whole year, as we went along, I made notes and adjustments um, from feedback from you guys. And so I'm almost done with the 2020 version. I will get that posted this week um, sometime for sure before the Sony, but I think I should be able to get it out uh, even before Thursday. We'll see how the golf tool rollout goes. Um, wrap it up before we get out of here. Betting strategy. <clears throat> I'm going to give two each. Um we kind of bracket it 50 to one or less than greater than 50, less than 80 to one, then greater than 80, less than 120, and then one dark horse above 120. Um, obviously, this week it covers a lot of the field, um, but 50 to one or less, I think is good values. Neiman and Wolf um, kind of like got them on the short list. Neiman will always be a FOMO for me, worst case, but 50 to one, I still, I, I mean, he may actually make the official card. Um, I think that's a good number for him coming in really confident and playing well. Played well at the President's Cup. Um, Mid-range odds, uh, greater than 50, like I said, not above 80. I like Fratelli and Poston the best. I gave away Poston um, anywhere in that range. I'd take him all the way down to 55. I don't know where the numbers are at, but um, 66 is where I saw right before I got on. So if you can get that or better, I'd lock him in. Free bet of the week. 80 to 120. Uh, Palmer is a guy I look at. Killer Keith, because if he gets hot with the putter, we know we know he can go. So those are guys that look good there. Palmer, just because, you know, especially um, how windy it could get. If it looks like it's going to get even worse as we get closer to Wednesday, then he could be a good value number. So I uh, like those two. I'll go ahead and give you two dark horse because uh, they were coin flip to me as my last in on the um, sleepers up top. And it's Lanto or Long. I kind of like both of those. I think – let me let check real quick. Long is 125, and I think Lanto is as well. Yeah, both 125 to 1 on the on the book I checked before he got on. So good sleepers there, good dark horse if you want to take a stab. Um, I'll release my official card either tonight or tomorrow. Um, it kind of wraps it up. You know, 
the flow of the show will, will be as such um, that strategy section in there will be a little more in depth when I have a bigger field to work with. And we talk about um, some construction, some unique constructions for that week, some contests that may stick out for that week, um, some how to's on the building type stuff for that specific golf tournament week. Since so I don't have a partner here and we don't go in depth into like 40, 50 guys. Um, you know, I think I can limit what I do to what we've done always, which has been, we've had great feedback and then to make a, since I got a little more time, I can add that contest strategy selection for that week. Um, this week, I kind of covered the, you know, the money deal and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and then wrap it up. You know, I, I want to be quick, precise, a good pod for you guys to knock out early in the week um, before you dive into all the big, a long, little bit longer pods out there. Um, they're also well worth it. But I'm going to try this for a while, so get the feedback, see what people say. Um, as always, join Tambo and myself Wednesday night in the chat room on the site, eight o'clock Eastern for the emergency nine. I did not check that is New Year's Day, but I don't know when the bowl games are, are staggered. Um, so I'll verify that and put something out if we're not going to go at eight, but we will do an E9 in a, in a short coin flip that night, probably probably 30 minutes each. So an hour total, um, coin flip, only got four games to really talk about, but we'll, we'll do a little dive in on that. And then we'll, you know, not much talk about 34 guys, but I always enjoy bouncing thoughts off of Tambo. So we'll do something that night. We'll try to find an hour in between the two biggest games on the day and give you guys a break, um, especially if you're hungover. Uh, final reminders, gupscorner.com. Use the code Hawaii, get 20% off. If you are a current member, be sure to check Slack and your email later on as we have special offer, loyalty offer for you guys. Thanks for supporting us the entire time. Um, check out gupscorner.com slash challenge to hear all the information on the Honda and slash contest gupscorner.com slash contest gets you straight to the one and done in GC cup. Give those a check out as well. Remember Sunday, 10 o'clock Eastern final deadline. No ifs, ands, or buts. My final thoughts tonight are simple, um, sweet, um, short and sweet. I guess you would say. I want everybody to have a happy new year's obviously and a great new year's Eve. Uh, do not drink and drive. It's not worth it. Um, I've already arranged. We got a hotel right by our New Year's Eve um, gathering tomorrow night. We're going to drive there, Uber to the to the party, Uber back. Um, it's just not worth it, right? Plan ahead. I don't plan on drinking a whole lot. I'm kind of getting back into my my deal, still still rolling strong. Um, you know, over the last year or so, but I may have have a few, and so. I'm plan plan ahead on that. Like Uber's five bucks, 10 bucks or whatever. So it's just not worth it. So that's really my only message is it's not worth it. Um, Uber don't drink, don't drink and drive in any scenario t- tomorrow night. Um, want everybody to be safe, have fun, enjoy it. Um, it's, it's always a good time to kind of reminisce and then plan and attack for the new year. Um, I kind of get fired up when you're regening up for the 2020 or whatever it is year. Um, I will see you guys Wednesday night. Be sure to check all the new stuff out. It's an exciting time for Gup's Corner. Appreciate your guys' support. Have a good evening. Smash Factor.